House of Legends is brought to you by my Patreon supporters. To support House of Legends, go to patreon.com forward slash House of Legends or follow the link in the show notes. Hello, and welcome to the House of Legends, where you can hear world myths and legends told by a professional storyteller. I'm your host, Daniel Allison, and this is episode 47, The Shepherd's Dream. I hope everybody is well. I want to start off by saying thank you so much to everyone who has bought a copy of Scottish Myths and Legends. The book has had a really good start. It reached number three in the UK folklore chart, and for a while it was the top new folklore release in the US, which was pretty incredible. So thank you everyone who supported the book. If you've enjoyed it, then please do leave a review on Amazon or Goodreads to help it go further. I also wanted to let you know that this Wednesday 13th May, I'll be telling the story of The Crow's Wife, also known as The Tale of the Hoodie, at the Salisbury Centre's online event, Crack a Story, Plant a Seed. Uh, These sessions invite storytellers to come and share a story that's dear to them and has a spiritual theme, and it's then followed by a crack, which is the Scottish-Irish word for talk, conversation, exploring the story and its deeper meanings, and how it speaks to us and the world today. Uh, The Crow's Wife does feature in Scottish Myths and Legends. It's a really hauntingly beautiful story with many layers of reflection to offer us. If you'd like to join us, the event is at 6pm London time this Wednesday, 13th May. It's free to join, then we ask you to make a donation. You join just by clicking the Zoom link, which you'll find in the show notes on my social media and on the calendar page at houseoflegends.me. I'm sure it's going to be a great session. I'm really looking forward to it. It would be great to see you there. This week's story is an Irish story. Uh, though it's one of those stories that's absolutely universal in my view. It's very reminiscent of the story of the Chinese Taoist philosopher, Zhuangzi, which uh, goes as such. Zhuangzi says, Once upon a time, I dreamt I was a butterfly, fluttering hither and thither, to all intents and purposes a butterfly. I was conscious only of my happiness as a butterfly, unaware that I was myself. Soon I awoke, and there I was, veritably myself again. Now I do not know whether I was then a man dreaming I was a butterfly, or whether I am now a butterfly dreaming I am a man. This is the story of the shepherd's dream. It was a summer's evening in the west of Ireland. In a valley deep within the hills of Connemara, two shepherds were walking down a dusty road. 
that they spent the day with their flock of sheep. And now the day's work was done and they were on their way home. The road led them past the little river. And since they were in no hurry and it was a beautiful evening, they decided to stop and rest on the riverbank. So they sat down. One of the shepherds filled his pipe, thinking that he'd have a smoke and enjoy the view over the river, sunsetting over the hills and valleys. While the other one, he lay back and almost straight away, he fell asleep. The shepherd, who was still awake, struck a match and he lit his pipe. And he puffed on it contentedly as his friends gently snored. And then, a curious thing happened. The sleeping shepherd's mouth opened, and out of it crawled a butterfly. The other shepherd watched in amazement, his forgotten pipe hanging from his hand, as this butterfly crawled out of his friend's mouth and spread its white wings. It crawled down the shepherd's chin. It crawled down his chest and down his trousers and fluttered down onto the grass. It hopped and flew and crawled and flew down a little track that led through the long grass to the river's edge. The other shepherd got up and he followed the butterfly down to the water's edge. He watched as the butterfly, reaching the end of the river, flew onto a stepping stone. For there were stepping stones leading to the other side of the river. It flew to the next stone, and to the next stone, and to the next stone, until it was on the other side of the river. Reaching the other side, it came to a patch of long rushes. And the butterfly flew amongst them as the watching shepherd hopped from stone to stone until he was in the far side of the bank too. He followed the butterfly through the rushes and then he saw a horse's skull lying there among the rushes. The butterfly came to the skull and crawled into its mouth and then it flew out of one of the eye sockets and then into the other and back out again flying in and out and around the skull until it crawled out of the mouth and flew back the way it had come it flew among the rushes it reached the river's edge it flew from stone to stone, to stone, until it reached the little track that led back up to the sleeping shepherd. Up the track it went, and it crawled up the shepherd's leg, up his chest, his chin, back into his mouth. And then the shepherd, his mouth closed, and his eyes opened. He looked up at his friend, who was standing over him, 
after having followed the butterfly. And his friend said, I have seen wonders. I saw, but before he could describe the butterfly, his friend who had been sleeping, the sleeping shepherd said, No, 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 you have not seen wonders. I have seen wonders. He got to his feet and he said, I fell asleep. And as I fell asleep, I dreamed. I dreamed that I was walking down an avenue lined with huge tall trees. I walked down this avenue until I came to the sea and I saw an island in the distance. I took to the air and I flew to that island and there I walked and wandered and had adventures and then I flew to another island and I had further adventures there and then another and another. For years did I travel until I came to a far distant shore. There I encountered a forest with trees that reached the sky and I travelled amongst the forest until I came to a palace. Through the doors of that palace I walked and I wandered down the corridors from hall to hall. I feasted in banqueting halls. I danced in ballrooms. I met folk fair and strange. Time uncounted I spent there. Till finally I felt called to leave. Back through the door I went. And I travelled through that forest. And I crossed the sea going from island to island. Until I walked down that avenue again. And I came to my own house. I walked in through my front door. I closed my front door behind me. And in that moment... I woke up and I saw you standing there. Hmm. Come here. Come with me, said his friend. He showed the shepherd who had been sleeping, the track leading down to the river. That avenue you walked down, he said. This was that avenue. The ocean you crossed and its islands was in truth this river and the stepping stones that lead across it. He took him over the river. That vast forest with its huge trees was these rushes and this, this horse's skull was the palace you danced and wandered in. They looked at one another. They had both seen wonders. Who had seen the greater wonder?
that was the story of the shepherd's dream from Ireland. I really felt pulled to tell the story now and thinking about it, it's very reminiscent of the fairy ointment story from the last episode. It can be about seeing the same thing, but seeing it absolutely differently. Seeing a world that is beautiful but can be explained away, or seeing a world that is utterly enchanted. I think it's a very appropriate story in this time of lockdown. In a lockdown, we cannot physically travel far. And because of this, many of us are seeing with different eyes. In an immediate sense, for those who are not working in the jobs we would usually be working in, we're forced to look much more closely at our immediate environment, because we simply can't go anywhere else. And of course, there's always so much more to see wherever we are. Birdsong can be a pleasant hum, barely heard or not heard at all, or it can be a forest of conversations. We can get to know the people who live in the houses around us, their lives suddenly revealed to us by sitting or standing still for long periods in the woods in the last few weeks. I've had hares, fox, mice, water voles allow me into their world as they never would have done if I'd been rushing through. We're also seeing the structures of our society differently, seeing their impermanence and finiteness revealed, which can be frightening. Yet in the stillness, we can let butterflies fly free from our mouths and find that they can see things we could never see before. So I take the story as an invitation to let the butterfly crawl out, let the dreaming mind free to re-envision our lives and our world where we might see death and decay. It can see wonders. What does it look like? The being that crawls from your mouth at night and spreads its wings. So we'll finish with some poetry. This is from Middle of the Way by Galway Kinnell. The coals go out. The last smoke weaves up, losing itself in the stars. This is my first night to lie in the uncreating dark. In the heart of a man there sleeps a green worm that has spun the heart about itself and that shall dream itself black wings one day to break free into the beautiful black sky. I leave my eyes open. I lie here and forget our life. All I see as we float out into the emptiness, among the great stars, on this little vessel without lights. I know that I love the day, the sun on the mountain, the Pacific, shiny and accomplishing itself in breakers, but I know I live half alive in the world. Half my life belongs to the wild darkness.